The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Yes, indeed, it is time for the Mr. Nelson Show episode. What is it, 193? Right. Yeah. Yep. All right. So here we are. Yep. Yeah. Hey, it sounds like so. Haunted, well, yeah. Uh, things are a bit haunted now yep. because, well, it's October, so you know what that means. Oh, it's boy. Halloween month here on the Mister Nelson Come on, every episode for this month will be Halloween themed. Yes. All kinds of spooky stuff will be explored here on the Nelson Show for this month. And I'll be playing my uh, some old uh, uh, audio plays that I've done for uh, Halloween episodes, uh, beginning with the first one. I'll be replaying "Scream of the Devil," uh, featuring uh, the Reverend Bob Levy, uh, Stacy Pressman, Joe Conti, John Kinsel, and yes, Little Rob Saul. Yeah, really? uh, uh, we'll be uh, playing that uh, later on. And uh, interestingly enough. Uh, I did a sequel to that one, and technically speaking, another uh, Halloween episode called uh, Venus Attacks, which oh, yeah. was a, a spoof of the War of the Worlds, um, technically exists in the same universe. It's like a shared universe oh, of the God, Scream of the Devil universe. Now, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's, yeah. That's well, that's the trend ridiculous. now. Yeah. That's what, we, that's what you're expected that. to do. Everything's connected. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well. So, uh, yeah, a lot of scary things going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not the least of which, some orange haystack-headed monsters oh, trying no, to no, put no. Jack oh, the Ripper on the oh, Supreme Court. No. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Yes. I'm so sick of those lies I'm and all that ruination of a decent, good family man oh, like well, Brett Kavanaugh. What? What is that? Well, every time we bring up the Kavanaugh story, we gotta play the theme song. Oh, oh, come on! Every time, yeah, yeah, gotta gotta sit through that. Oh my God! You know, Doug, you can't sing. Yeah, well, you just can't oh. sing. You gotta stop that. Well, I try. Oh, God. oh my God! It's you know, it's just fun. Well, it ain't fun to hear. Uh, I don't like agreeing with Lefty, but I think well, he's right on this one. Yeah. Well, all right. But uh, anyway, yeah, so uh, the Kavanaugh case continues. It should have been over by now. Yeah. Hurry up. Wrap it up. <laughs> but uh, we're currently uh, in a week of investigation by the FBI. Yeah, Rumor yeah. has it they're time. pretty much ready to wrap it up. Gee, what? I wonder why. Well, there's not a whole lot to investigate, so nope. it shouldn't take uh, them too long. Is. But anyway, I got into this in the last episode with my guest, Pat Dixon. Oh, good man. And uh, even then, I felt kind of bad because I was questioning whether or not oh, come on, uh, she was legitimate. In this, I mean, uh, Dr. Ford. I don't count the other allegations. Those are oh, pure crap. No. And in fact, uh, Miss Swetnick is probably going to have to face some perjury what? charges if we're going to be serious about the law. When oh, someone yeah, does a sworn testimony and then does a bullshit interview oh on NBC, which proves yeah, itself right. it is indeed nothing but crap, uh, uh-huh. sits there and basically contradicts her sworn statement. So, well, boy, that's a problem. Uh, but you think you know, it's going to get pursued? Yeah, well, don't hold no. your breath. But no, anyway, no, nobody's perfect. Come on, now. nobody's perfect. Yeah, right. Some people drink beer, but apparently, <laughs> if you say you drink beer, that means you're a goddamn rapist. Well, I mean, now. They're chasing the story out, trying to find out if uh, Kevin all threw an ice cube at somebody at some well, party. Now, come on, man. Come on. Well, you ever get hit by an ice cube? <laughs> what? Oh, now. Uh, so, uh, during the uh, testimony, uh, the Republicans had this uh, female prosecutor come in to ask the question so they could hide behind her. <laughs> and look, yeah, it's pretty cowardly looking. It sure is. But at the Wait, same that... time, they're damned if they do and damned if they don't. Oh, so the Republicans well, question well, her, well. the, her themselves, then uh, all the uh, imagery and video of it would just be used against them. I mean, it, right. it literally was heads on wind tells you lose situation, yep. especially for Kavanaugh when he, he got upset oh, that people boo-hoo. were accusing him of being a rapist. And then well, all the Democrats and commentators went, well, that just shows. Look at that angry face. Exactly. That's the face 
of a rapist. Could be. Could be. <laughs> if he had done nothing and sat there stone cold, it would have been, look how cold he exactly. is. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, right. I, you know, again, you know, uh, uh, heads I win, tells you lose. Yep. So, mm-hmm. uh, the prosecutor wrote a report on all of this, on her findings so what? of what this is as a prosecutor. So, it means if uh, you, you bring in the allegation and you say, hey, I was sexually assaulted and here's the story. And so the prosecutor uh, interviews you on this and makes her decision about whether or not to go forward. It's not a trial. And again, one of the more significant things to come out of that uh, last week was uh, the sta- there, there are no statute of limitations on sexual assault in the state of Maryland. So well, Kavanaugh could be charged right now. It's funny how no one seems to push that. Well, but maybe this maybe will clear later. that up. Uh, so right off the po- uh, bat, there was some points made here. Number one, uh, she finds that Dr. Ford has not offered a consistent account of when the alleged assault happened. Oh, come on. There's a few points on this. Uh, in a July 6th text to the Washington Post, she said it happened in the mid-1980s. Ford? In her July 30th letter to Senator Feinstein, she said it happened... In the early 80s. Oh, come on. Uh, she goes on, to, she would state that it's 1982, so that would put it in the early 80s. Yeah, come on. That's not the mid 80s. You know, 85, 86, you could call that mid 80s. Oh, come on. But, uh, it, so, 80s, uh, her August 7th though. statement to the, uh, polygrapher, or poly, I don't know, poly, the polygraph test guy, come on, uh, said man, that it happened, right. uh, one high school summer in early 80s. But she crossed out the word early for reasons she did not explain. Well, she doesn't have to. We'll see a lot of that as we go. Uh, September 16th, a Washington Post article reported that Dr. Ford said it happened in the summer of 1982. Uh, So we're back to early 80s, even though she struck out early 80s. Now, come on. Uh, similarly, the September 16th article reported that notes from an individual therapy session in 2013 show her describing the assault as occurring in her late teens. Yeah. But she told the Post and the committee, and this is sworn uh, testimony now, what? Uh, that she was 15 when the assault, the assault allegedly occurred. So? That's not really late teens. Now, come uh, on, you're splitting heads. That would be your uh, mid-teens. <laughs> so, no, come on. Like I said, uh, but then again, come uh, yeah. Come and, you know, yeah. But, uh, so that's what, she'll under sworn testimony, she says it's 15 years old. She has not turned over her therapy records for the committee to review. Now that's well, very oh, interesting. The actual notes no, of the therapy on. session that, where this pretty, allegation is supposed to have been borne out. It's private. Uh, it's uh, back in 2013. Oh so, my God. We, no one can see the notes. They're private. So, you just uh, take her word for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, while it is common for victims to be uncertain about dates, Dr. Ford exactly. failed to explain how she was suddenly able to narrow the time frame to a particular season uh-huh. and particular year. Well, yeah. she could just, yeah. you know, look out the window. Oh, so, come, come on. on. That, that's no big deal. Uh, number two, Dr. Ford has struggled to identify Judge Kavanaugh as the assailant by name. Uh, no name was given in her 2012 marriage therapy notes. Uh-huh. No name was given in her 2013 individual therapy uh-huh. notes. Dr. Ford's husband claims to recall that she identified Judge Kavanaugh by name in 2012. There you go. At that point, Judge Kavanaugh's name was widely reported in the press as a potential Supreme Court nominee if Governor Romney won the presidential election. In any event, it took Dr. Ford over 30 years to name her assailant. Delayed disclosure of abuse is common, so this is not dispositive. Yeah, see? So what? It took her 30 years to figure it out. Oh my God! Come on, man! What? Number three, when speaking with her husband, Dr. Ford changed her description of the incident to become... Less specific. Dr. Ford testified that she told her husband about a sexual assault before they were married. There you go. But she told the Washington Post that she informed her husband that she was the victim of physical abuse at the beginning of their marriage. It was physical. She testified that both times she was referring to the same incident. See? (laughs) Just splitting heads. (laughs) Number four. Dr. Ford has no memory of key details of the night in question. Good lord. Details that could help corroborate 
her account. Mm -hmm. She does not remember who invited her to the party uh, or how she heard about it. Uh, she does not remember how she got to the party. She does not remember in what house the assault allegedly took place or where that house was located well, with any specificity. They all look alike. Perhaps most importantly, she does not remember how she got from the party back to her house. Well, her inability to remember this detail raises significant questions. She told the Washington Post that the party took place near the Columbia Country Club. The club is more than seven miles from her childhood home as the crow flies. And she testified crow. that it was a roughly 20-minute drive from her childhood home. She also agreed for the first time in her testimony that she was driven somewhere that night, either to the party or from the party, or both. Which is it? Dr. Ford was able to describe hiding in the bathroom, locking the door, and subsequently exiting the house. She Can also described that? wanting to make sure that she did not look like she had been attacked. But she has what? no memory of who drove her or when, nor has anyone come forward to identify him or herself as the driver. Well, Given that this all took place before cell phones, arranging a ride home would not have been easy. Indeed, well, she stated that she ran out of the house after coming downstairs and did not state that she made a phone call from the house before she did or that she called anyone else thereafter. Well, she does, however, remember small distinct details from the party unrelated to the assault. For example, she testified that she had exactly one beer at the party See? and was taking no medication at the time of the alleged assault. See, that just goes to show that she wasn't a deranged, drunken slob like Brent Kavanaugh. Oh, come on, man. Come on now. Also, where she says she didn't want anyone to see that she looked like someone had been assaulted, that explains why a lot of witnesses there said they have no memory of this and uh, never knew about what? her being assaulted. So, see? Ha! Boom! No, boom. no, no. All that means is she changed the story to make it fit the details because oh. she hadn't thought it through. Oh, my God. Now she needed to explain when no one else remembered it. That's outrageous! Yeah, it is outrageous to lie. Oh, that's not what I meant. Number five, Dr. Ford's account of the alleged assault has not been corroborated by anyone she identified as having attended, uh -huh. including her lifelong friend. Uh -huh. Dr. Ford has named three people other than Judge Kavanaugh who attended the party. Mark Judge, Patrick P.J. Smythe, and her lifelong friend Leland Kaiser. Dr. Ford testified to the committee that another boy attended the party, but that she could not remember his name. No others have come forward. Well, All three what? eyewitnesses have submitted statements to the committee denying any memory of the party whatsoever. Most well. relevantly, in her first statement to the committee, Miss Kaiser stated through counsel that, simply put, Miss Kaiser does not know Mr. Cavanaugh, uh -huh. and she has no recollection of ever being at a party or gathering where he was present, uh -huh. with or without Dr. Ford. Uh -huh. In a subsequent statement to the committee through counsel, Miss Kaiser said that the simple and unchangeable truth is that she is unable to corroborate Dr. Ford's allegations because uh -huh. she has no recollection of the incident in question. Yep. Moreover, Dr. Ford testified that her friend Leland, apparently the only other girl at the party, did not follow up with Dr. Ford after the party to ask why she had suddenly disappeared. Well, huh. because like I said, hmm. she, she, she said she made her a way to, to not appear to be someone who got attacked because she just didn't want anyone to know about it. Until 30 years later? Come on, get out! And you don't understand. She's saying stuff. Hey, hell, it just happened. Come on. What? I don't, yeah, that, what, what, what is she, that. an actress or something? How could she oh cover up being upset by the most traumatic event in her life? Uh, what? Get out. Uh, that, that's, that's shameful. Number six, Dr. Ford has not offered a consistent account of the alleged assault. According oh, to her yeah, letter to Senator yeah. Feinstein, Dr. Ford heard Judge Kavanaugh and Mark Judge talking to other partygoers downstairs oh, while she on. was hiding in the bathroom Can't after the alleged that? assault. But according to her testimony, she could not hear them talking to anyone. In her what? letter, she stated, I locked the door behind me, both loudly stumbled down the stairwell, at which point other persons at the house were talking with them. Kavanaugh or Mark Judge turned up the music in the bedroom so that the people downstairs could not hear her scream. Well, she testified on. that after the incident, she ran into the bathroom, locked the door, and heard them going downstairs. What? But she maintained that she could not hear their conversation with others when they got downstairs. Oh, Instead, the she testified that she oh, come on. 
assumed a conversation took oh, place. Get out. Her account of who was at the party has been inconsistent. According to the Washington Post's account of her therapy notes, there were four boys in the bedroom in which she was assaulted. Good she Lord. told the Washington Post that the notes were erroneous because there were four boys at the party, but only two in the bedroom. In her letter yeah, to see? Senator Feinstein, she said, Me and four others were present at the party. In her testimony, she said, there were four boys in addition to Leland oh, Kaiser and herself. She could not remember the name of the fourth boy, and uh -huh. no one has come forward. Dr. Ford listed Patrick P.J. Smythe as a bystander in her statement to the polygrapher and in her July 6th text to the Washington Post, although she testified that this was inaccurate to call him a bystander. She did not list Leland Kaiser even though they are good friends. Leland Kaiser's presence should have been more memorable than P.J. Smythe's. Well, oh, boy, a lot uh, of mistakes there, huh? What? I mean, she's the source no. of the whole thing. No. Come on! Come on! Come on, you never forgot anything. Come on. Number seven. Dr. Ford has struggled to recall important recent events relating to her allegations. And well, her testimony regarding recent events raises further questions about her memory. That's it. Dr. Ford struggled to remember her interactions with the Washington Post. Dr. Ford could not remember if she showed a full or partial set of therapy notes to the Washington Post reporter. Remember, yes, she's the source of the therapy notes. So that business about mistaking four boys for two, that's on her, you know? She does not remember whether she showed the Post reporter to the therapist's notes or her own summary of these notes. The Washington Post article said that portions of her therapist's notes were provided by Ford and reviewed by the Post. But in her testimony, Dr. Ford could not recall whether she summarized the notes for the reporter or showed her the actual record. So, <laughs> what? It's, it seems likely no one has actually seen these notes except her and her, her therapist, of course. Uh, she does not remember oh, if she actually had a copy of the notes when she texted the Washington Post WhatsApp oh, account Lord. on July 6th. Dr. Ford said in her first WhatsApp message to the Post that she had therapy notes talking about the incident when she contacted the Post tip line. She testified that she had reviewed her therapy notes before contacting the Post to determine whether they mentioned, they mentioned anything about the alleged incident. But could not remember if she had a copy of those notes. As she said in her WhatsApp message, or merely reviewed them in her therapist's office, Dr. Ford refused to provide any of her therapy notes to the committee. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy, well, we need a thorough FBI investigation. Uh, a lot of you're uh, not willing to hand over. If the FBI is not allowed to see these, I wonder why. Well, it'll be that. interesting to see if they get to see those notes. Yeah, we'll see. Uh-huh. Uh, Dr. Ford's explanation of why she disclosed her allegations the way she did raises questions. She claimed originally that she wished for her story to remain confidential, but the person operating the tip line at the Washington Post was the first person other than her therapist or husband to whom she disclosed the identity of an alleged attacker. She testified that she had a sense of urgency to relay the information to the Senate and the President. She did not contact the Senate, however, because she claims... She did not know how to do that. Oh, come on! Man. Oh, man! Just, come I'm on, sorry. man! I just don't buy that. Why? Uh, she, uh, why? she does not explain why she knew how to contact her congresswoman, but not her senator, well, so I, I'm sorry. It's two different offices. This, it's it, two different offices. That's not a mistake. That's just a lie. Oh, yeah. my Damn God! I didn't think this yeah. through. And I, I, no, come on. You come on! Otherwise, she's this goofy, and I mean, yep. how credible can she be? None at all. She's probably both goofy and a liar. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, Dr. Stop Ford that. could not Stop. remember if she was being audio or video recorded when she took the polygraph, <laughs> and she could not remember whether the polygraph occurred the same day as her grandmother's funeral oh, or the day God, after man. her grandmother's on, funeral. <laughs> it oh, would have been man. inappropriate to administer a polygraph to someone who was grieving. Well, the polygraph means nothing to me. Again, as I mentioned, Alder James and the Green River Killer. Uh, you might as well cut open a chicken and read the intro. Oh, it's Lord. just nonsense. But yes, oh, but it doesn't work the idea you. that you yeah. went and took a polygraph uh, either the day or the day after your grandmother's funeral. <laughs> what? What the hell? 
that, boy, let's oh not boy. laugh at her grandmother's funeral. That's that's just oh, not shut up, Lefty. Yeah, shut up, Lefty. Oh, right. Come on. Uh, number eight, Doctor Ford's description of the psychological impact of the event raises questions. What? She maintains that she suffers from anxiety, claustrophobia, and post-traumatic stress disorder. Oh, that guy. The date of the hearing was delayed because the committee was informed that her symptoms prevent her from flying. Uh. But she agreed during her testimony that she flies fairly frequently for her hobbies and work. Uh, she flies uh -oh. to the Mid-Atlantic at least once a year. What? To visit her family. Oh, come on! <laughs> That's some fear of flying. She has flown to Hawaii, French Polynesia, and Costa Rica. Good lord! <laughs> That's a long flight! Man, uh, she's all over the world! <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, she also flew to Washington, D.C. for the hearing. Oh, God. Yeah, Note, I'm too, that her attorneys refused a private hearing or interview. Now, that's... Yeah, I mean, what the hell? I mean, <laughs> well, no. Now, come on. Oh, man. How oh, these attorneys... Uh, they just don't represent these people well, uh, or do they? <laughs> I mean, what's what, that what's supposed this to be? about? Uh, uh, Dr. Ford testified uh, that she was not clear on whether investigators were willing to travel to uh, California on, to interview her. Well, it was on the news. Uh, yeah, well. yeah. yeah, it was on the news. Uh, we all knew it. Anyway, uh, it's therefore, uh, therefore it's not clear that her attorneys ever communicated Chairman Grassley's offer to send investigators to meet her in California well, or whatever she wanted to meet to conduct uh, to conduct the interview. <laughs> what? I mean, you know. Yeah, I'm having, I just don't buy that going one either. On and stuff. Uh, she alleges that she struggled academically in college, yeah. but she's never made any similar claim about her last two years of high school. Well, it is significant did. that she used the word contributed when she described the psychological impact of the incident to the Washington Post. Use of the word contributed rather than caused suggests that other life events oh, may on. have contributed to her symptoms. Well, and when questioned on that point, she said that she could think of nothing as striking as the alleged assault. Exactly. Yeah, come on, you're just splitting hairs there. That's all that is. That's all that is. Well, I'm not splitting hairs. I'm uh, reading the report that uh, Rachel Mitchell wrote based on Dr. Ford's testimony. A uh, lot of inconsistencies there. A lot of plot holes. <laughs> Things One or two, yeah, but this many. Um, and again, uh, everyone's mad at, at Kavanaugh for being angry at being accused of being a rapist. So he damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. And here, this is all perfectly acceptable to destroy a man with. Uh, again, I don't want to hear any more of this crap about it. It's a job interview. Uh, this is a kangaroo court and a lynching of this man's reputation. And the idea that you can do this to anybody under these standards now uh, to where the punishment would be they can't ever hold a job and they can go live under a bridge and starve to death. Uh, this is this is a total uh, destruction of the principle of uh, innocent till proven guilty, and uh, this, this story just is not is nowhere near enough here to to do this. And uh, the, the idea you can't question her if you do, you're pro rape, you you despise all women. Uh, the straw man argument that any uh, defense of Kavanaugh means you, uh, your, your, your women are never believed and, and all this sort of thing. And uh, then the counter is that women never lie about this, which is absolutely not true. It happens time and uh, time again. And the absolute worst insult to rape victims would be false claims and just pathetic stories such as this uh, and, and refusal to back it up, refusing the notes, uh, making up excuses and claiming all kinds of uh, fear of flying when you clearly it's not true, uh, claiming you didn't know they'd meet with you. I, uh, I'm sorry, but that's, it, there's a lot more explaining needs to be done before you go off on the rails and uh, attack people, which has been going on. There's a lot of Republican politicians uh, directly being assaulted, their offices being vandalized. Uh, no. No. Well, no. Well, I stand with her because, oh, you know God. what? She was so credible. Ugh. I mean, her powerful position, her emotional display just, just really touched me. 
Yeah, well, Lefty, then I guess you're just going to have to call it a stalemate what? because Kavanaugh was pretty damn emotional, too. Oh, yep. well. Sure was. Come on. Yeah. No, you well, come on. anyway, hopefully, no, I wish I could on. say no, this is it for the Kavanaugh no, story, but <laughs> don't hold your breath. Anyway, we'll take a break and come back with more. Oh, well, we'll come back with uh, Scream of the Devil. Uh, so stay tuned. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. My name is Reed Dootman, and I didn't believe in ghosts until I was raped by one. And now, together with my partner, Brad Brobo, we investigate all aspects of the paranormal. Whether it be ghosts, demons, cryptozoology, or even UFOs, we're not afraid to kick in the doors of the unknown. We are the Paranormals. Next week on Paranormals, we will be investigating the claims of a radio talk show host who says it's possible that he is being possessed by the spirit of a deceased rock star. I know what you're thinking. Sounds incredible. But let's listen to this eyewitness testimony. Sometimes I think uh, the ghost of Prince uh, possesses my body. You hear it, right? Pretty compelling stuff. So, Brad and I will spend the night in the studio of the Rob Saul Show. And using our audio, video, and electronic equipment, we will determine whether or not the studio is haunted by the spirit of Prince Nelson. Prince... Are you here? Just give us a sign. Let us know you're here. Why do you want to possess a loser like Rob Zaw? Oh, dude, I think I felt something. Oh, man, let's play the audio back and see if we got an EVP. Why do you want to possess a loser like Rob Zaw? This is what it sounds like when doves cry. <gasps> oh, oh man, whoa. What happens next will blow your mind, so don't miss next week's episode of Paranormals. And for all you naysayers out there who say we're nothing but a hoax, I dare you to sit through this episode without having to get up and wipe. That's next time on Paranormals. Say, gang. If you've ever been over to my selfie.com slash Nelson store, uh, where I keep all my poor man's mystery science theater videos, uh, you'll find that a lot of these movies are pure crap. Yes, <laughs> they're public domain garbage. Uh, and that's the idea, because you probably wouldn't want to sit through that crap just as is. But with my little additions... And uh, my witchy commentary and cartoon sound effects and, oh yes, bathroom humor. Uh, it makes it easy for you to get through it. It's like watching the movie with me. Yeah, yeah. Well, occasionally some of them aren't crap at all. In fact, they're quite good. And the case in point here would be Night of the Living Dead, which is, of course, a horror classic. But for some dumb reason, it fell into public domain someone forgot to register copyright so there it is it's wide open for assholes like me to dump all over it just for fun i shouldn't but of course i just can't help myself because well i'm a smart ass so when nelson riffs night of the living dead we have some people who spend the night in some farmhouse when suddenly some undead cannibals show up to 
crash the party. Yes, yes. Now warning. Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So what you need to do is head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Nelson. Yes, it's just that simple. And for a buck seventy-five, Nelson Riff's Night of the Living Dead can be yours. Go there now. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. his denial of any relationship to adult film actress Beluna Nutt, but has yet to explain his nude appearance on her webcam show. The White House says the president remains committed to next month's peace summit in Geneva, despite what the Palestinian president tweeted about his mother. Scientists from the scientific think tank Cerebral Miscellanea claim that in ten years, global warming will heat the world until we all freeze to death. In local news... The Sheriff's Department continues to refuse comment on last night's Brimstone Bridge fire and whether, as some have claimed, that the fire was a result of a satanic ritual. Mayor Goofins today said that, regrettably, the axe will fall on popular programs like Free Condoms and the local film festival if the new culture tax fails to pass in next month's election. And tonight, we'll have a slight blanket of fog at a chilly 60 degrees. Sounds perfect for Halloween, wouldn't you say, Bob? No, George. That's how you introduce us. We're trying to have a damn special Halloween show, so treat it special, you understand? Oh, sorry, Bob. Yeah, lazy bastard. And now, Bob Gruel and the WBLZ Morning Crew have descended upon this evening to bring you a night of tricks and treats till midnight. Welcome. That sucked, George. Joe, come on. So, no treats? Back to your newsroom, overpaid hack. Joe, be nice. No. All right, welcome to the Halloween episode of the Bob Gruel Show. We're a morning program from 6 to 10 on WBLZ, radio with balls. But because we love you, you ungrateful slobs, we're working tonight till midnight to bring you a special Halloween show. Right, Joe? Yeah, Bob, it turns out all this time we've been broadcasting out of a haunted building. Wow. Yeah, our gal. I bet that's why Johnny Kensel called in sick for tonight's show. <laughs> yeah, he's probably under the bed as we speak. Aw, poor Johnny. He'll probably never come back. Just as well. If he were here, he'd probably crap his drawers, and I don't want to smell that all night. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Donna and I did some research on that. Uh... You mean I did the research and told you about it. Okay, Miss Smarty Pants, the floor is yours. Oh, Joe, oh, come on. Oh, for God's sake. Okay, okay. Our studio building was once a house owned by a man named Chad Brewster. In 1978, Brewster apparently went crazy and murdered his wife and two kids with an axe. He told cops voices from the walls drove him to do it before he hung himself in his cell. Whoa. Yeah. And the house went to his brother who failed to sell it. And then the bank foreclosed it and sold it to a family who moved out a year later, complaining of horrific nightmares. The property sat dormant until 1995 when Cosmo Broadcasting bought it to house its radio studios. The original studio of WBLZ burned down due to lightning, so the Brewster house was bought, renovated, and has broadcasted many voices and music to the current day. Far as I know, there's no ghosts. Well, I hope that Brewster bastard is burning in hell with his child-killing ass stuck on a pitchfork. Well, we may find out because tonight we have a medium as our guest, and she's going to perform a seance here live as we try to contact the spirits that may or may not be here. Man, I got chills running down my back. Oh, oh, wait a minute. No, that's cold sweat coming down my back because Donna's cleavage is getting me all sweaty. Oh, Bob. Ha! <laughs> We'll be right back after this with Madame Mysterio, our guest medium, who will raise the dead and Joe's junk. <laughs> 
You're listening to WBLZ Radio with Bald Slaws. Ah, uh, Mr. Smith, what seems to be the problem here? Well, uh, uh it's just hemorrhoidal flare-up, Doctor. I, It's getting to the point where I can't sit down and I can't even walk. I mean, the pain... Well, you're in luck. There's a brand new remedy for just such a situation as yours. It's called Icy Hole. Icy Hole? Yes, go ahead and pull your pants down. I'll demonstrate. Uh, all right. Yeah, yeah, you'll feel the cooling, pain-relieving sensation oh, of Icy yeah. Hole. Wow, I can't believe how fast it is. I can't believe you still think I'm a doctor. Huh? Icy Hole, available at Walgreens, CVS, and Walmart pharmacies. Welcome to the Castle of Evil. Within these walls lives a diabolical monster and the most incredible, shocking motion picture experience in years. Four men and two women are summoned from beyond the grave to keep a rendezvous with death. Virginia Mayo, Scott Brady, Hugh Marlowe, David Bryan... Honored guests in the Castle of Evil. On the same program, a spine-tingling tale of hideous and terrifying invader from another world, the The Blood Beast from from Outer outer space. Space. Arriving on Earth in a fiery blaze, searching for beautiful victims in the most fantastic motion picture in years. Beware, the next UFO you see may be the The Blood Blood Beast from from Outer outer space. space. ever find yourself breaking into a woman's home just so you can steal her underwear and sniff it? Yeah, chances are you're going to end up in jail, or at the very least slapped with a restraining order. But such are the pitfalls of having an obsession for a woman you can never truly have. But what if it was possible to have your very own replica of said woman in your home that you can order to do whatever you want? Well, now you can with Dr. Ishipupu's Girl of Your Dreams Sex Droid. Yes, I am Dr. Ishipupu, and with my sex droid and the utilization of the latest technology in digital 3D printing, you can now have the girl of your dreams. All you need to do is have profile shot and front face frontal shot, and you can provide that simply by stalking, as I know you will do. Once we have that on file, we can produce for you the perfect girl of your dreams. We can even make improvement in bus size and buttocks. She will obey all your commands. Please, please, fuck me in the ass. Please, please, fuck me in the ass. <laughs> Guaranteed to feel like a woman. Not that you would know. <laughs> Hurry now and order your girl of your dreams. Yes, operators are standing by for Dr. Ishipupu's Girl of Your Dream sex droid. Don't delay. Order today. Warning, sex droids can result in castration. If this happens to you, you have been warned, and therefore we are not held liable. Once the transition clears, we wipe our ass of you. Ezra Cobb was a nice enough sort of fella. Kind of quiet, hardworking. Every day he'd take care of his chores, then tend to his poor sick mother. They'd read together, eat together, even sing together. The problem was, Ezra's mother had been dead for years, and poor Ezra was deranged. Soon Ezra wanted company for his mother, someone else for her to play with. So Ezra went a-hunting. Deranged. A true story based on one of the most ghastly nightmares in America's history, one of the strangest mass murders ever documented in police files. Ezra killed pretty young women. They died a very unnatural death, but the worst was yet to come. Deranged. Caution. Deranged is a real story. Nothing has been omitted or deleted for the sake of your sanity. So. Don't come along. Deranged. Well, hello there. Yes, it's Mr. Nelson. Some of you might have noticed that these films I have over at my little store are all pure crap. And that's the idea. That's why I brutalize them with my savage commentary and nasty sound effects. But you're in luck. I found a film that's actually quite good. In fact, it's a horror classic. I'm talking about Night of the Living Dead. Don't ask me, for some reason it just was not copyright protected and so it fell into public domain, which leaves it open to assholes like me to just dump all over it. I shouldn't, but I can't help myself. 
Anyway, Night of the Living Dead is about some people who spend the night in some old farmhouse when suddenly some undead cannibals show up to crash the party. Warning, due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So what are you waiting for? Head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. There you'll find all the films that I've graced with my smart-ass commentary. So again, head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. You're listening to WBLZ Radio with Balls. 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 And now. Back to the Bob Gruel Halloween special. And we're back, and I'm Bob Gruel with Joe Cumsey and Donna Prima. With us tonight for our Halloween show is medium Madame Mystery. Mister. What is it? So welcome to the show, Miss Mysterio, or whatever you're called. Thank you for having me. So you talk to the dead? The spirits of the dead, yes. So you're like a psychic? I believe everyone is psychic. I'm a spiritualist who has honed my psychic abilities in order to communicate with the spiritual energies of the departed. Can you see the future and read minds? No, I can't see the future, but since I'm attuned to psychic energies of spirits, I can hear the thoughts of the living as well as the dead. So what am I thinking? Oh, whoa, wait a minute, Joe. We can't hear your sick thoughts over the air. What the hell's the matter with you? Well, I say, his thoughts do involve my cleavage. <laughs> so a lot of people around here think our studio building is haunted because it used to be this man's house where he killed his family and then killed himself. Some of our night people have said they've heard something or felt a presence. Do you sense anything? I do actually, however, uh, uh, I do actually, however, sometimes, uh, the spirits of the living can give me sort of a false positive, per se, like Joe's AIDS test. Just kidding. So, the best way to confirm the presence of departed spirits is to hold a seance. So, what's, uh, say, uh, a uh, science? A seance, Bob. Yeah, wh- whatever. Uh, what, is, what is that? A seance is a practice where a group led by a medium attempts to combine their spiritual energies in order to communicate with the departed. The spirits often make their presence known through the sounds and the movements of objects, you see. Full contact is achieved when the medium, while in trance, becomes a vessel through which the spirits can speak to the living. Whoa! Well, together there's four of us. Will that be enough? Well, the more the merrier, but four should be just fine. Well, we'd be five if John Kensel wasn't such a pussy. Well, hey, John called in sick, so maybe Ms. Mysteria here can confirm that for us. Get him on the phone, Joe. All righty. Uh, hello? John, you lazy bastard. Miss Mystery uh, wants to talk to you, whatever her name is. Hello, John. This is Madame Mysteria. Oh, uh, hey. Okay, the spirits have revealed to me that you are in your, in your living room. Uh, yeah. I see you are sitting on your sofa. You're dressed in a t-shirt, sweatpants, and Bugs Bunny slippers. Your t-shirt has a face on it. It's Alfred E. Newman. And you have a bag of Doritos and a bottle of Coke. And you're watching a Blu-ray of the Three Stooges. Uh, yeah? Wow, that's unbelievable. Oh, man, she nailed you, Kensel. Yeah, sorry, Johnny. Well, well, uh, hey, uh, Mr. Mysterious, how'd you do that? I can see you through the spirits. Spirits? What spirits? 
the spirits that dwell in your home. <laughs> what? <laughs> John, you moron. You played hooky from work because you were scared of the boogeyman, and it turns out his whole family lives in your house, you idiot. <laughs> well, uh, what do I do? Call the Orkin Man? <laughs> Orkin Man? I assure you, John, the spirits in your home are not hostile. But what about when I go to the bathroom? Can you see me do that? What about when I have I have adult relations with myself? Uh, um, uh, yes, they see you if, if they want to. Oh, man. All right, we'll be right back with Mrs. Uh, Mystery Pants and uh, Say Ants. Uh, that's seance, Bob. Get out of here. <laughs> You're listening to the Bob Gruel Halloween Special. We'll be right back after these messages. Next time on My Brother's Keeper. My name is Earl Handley, and I own the Handley Tackle Shop. Uh, it's the business my daddy left me, and I've been running it ever since. Uh, my younger brother Daryl is, well, I love him, I do, but he's just been an idiot since the day he was born. He recently, uh, ruined his marriage, his wife kicked him out of the, the trailer house because he couldn't let go of the computer porn. So, now I figured it was my obligation to look out for him, so he's moved in with me and my wife and kids. And uh, he doesn't have a job, so I'm going to have to give him one here at the tackle shop. Yeah, I, I, I always looked up to the, uh, the Earl, and, and I really appreciate uh, what he's doing for me. And I, I'm going to show him. I'm going to show him that I, 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 I'm something now. Well, I just hope they get along better than they do before. I'm not... Very confident that this will happen, but I just want everything to work out. It's just, they, they, they get into these big conflicts over, you know, little things. God damn it, Daryl! Get in here! What? What'd I do now? I just came out of the bathroom. Yeah, you know, yeah, look at me. Look at me when I'm talking to you. Did you? Did you piss in my toilet? Did you? Now, I did Shut up! And answer me! Did you or did you not... Piss in my toilet! <laughs> People say I'm overreacting. We got a guest room toilet. That's where he can do his business. He don't do it in mine. I don't know what to do. <laughs> How can Daryl grow if Earl keeps putting him down? And meanwhile, what about Sally Handley? Can she keep it all together while being trapped in the middle? I just wish they could understand that when nature calls, you know, sometimes... Don't make excuses for him, Sally! Damn it! You know I don't like that! And then, things got even more serious. I can't wait to see that Superman Batman movie! <laughs> that ought to be something there! Yeah! Daryl! 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 Come here, you! Oh, uh, uh, Earl, I... You stupid uh, idiot! Did you... Shit! In my toilet? Uh, well, Don't uh, stammer! Answer me! Did you shit in my toilet? I... <laughs> yes, I did. I had the runs. My Brother's Keeper, Monday nights on TLC. The Cripple Dog Secrets, Satan's sinister sister fears on the prowl. She's returned from the dead to live again, and this time she's after your skin. Evil lives within the grip of dog secrets. Plus, Skullbuster in action when the baddest dude on earth wastes everything but time. He slams them, rams them, and jams them in seven blows of a dragon. Rated R. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. Well, why not join me as we watch some crappy old movies that I tear apart with my smart aleck commentary and clever sound effects. Movies like Horror Hotel. In Horror Hotel, a young college student travels to a small town to study witchcraft. While there, the townsfolk teach her how to be a blood sacrifice to the devil. Sadly, she won't be able to finish her report due to being drained of blood, but 
Well, I guess you've got to give her an A for effort. The movie stars a young Christopher Lee before James Bond and Dracula and all that. Gotta start somewhere. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. You can find this and other great gems of cinema crap at sylphy.com slash nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's just that simple. Sylphy.com slash nelson. Popcorn not included. The devil. Dare the Devil, a film that breathes obsession. Oh, David, it's so good. David, his was the choice to make. Would he choose her? David, self-assured, dedicated, positive as only the young have the right to be. Now he must choose. Don't ever leave me. Dare the Devil, a film which awes the most knowledgeable electrifying drama of a young man's moment of truth. Which was stronger, his faith or a woman's temptation? David, David. Can this young man dare the devil? See, dare the devil in dramatic color. A Sinar release, rated R. Next time on Naked and Stupid. Oh, hey, did you find anything? I'm afraid not, Helen. Uh, and with the sun going down, well... Yeah, uh, yeah, I hear you. Well, uh, well what I've done... Oh, but hey, you're cooking something. You, you found something? Um, well, no, not exactly. Hold uh, on a minute there. <laughs> Looks like you shaved. Did you do that for me? Uh, yeah, not in the way that you think. Um, oh, no, don't tell me you're frying up bush again. Well, what else are we gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, from the aroma, I... I I thought maybe you'd caught some tuna. Can Bill and Helen survive on a steady diet of pubic hair? Find out in the next exciting episode of Naked and Stupid. No, that's not a gun in my pants. I'm just happy to see you, because this is WBLZ Radio with Balls. And now, back to the Bob Gruel Halloween special. All right, we are back, and Mrs. T, uh, Miss, all right, we are back, and Mrs. T has us in a circle. Uh, We got the lights off, and she's got candles uh, lit all over the studio. It's really creepy. Yeah, those are aromatic candles. I love those. That's just in case Joe cuts one. Oh, so I'm allowed? Damn it, Joe, you're just a lowland gorilla. Always obsession over your own feces. Shall we begin? Yes, please. Hold hands. Don't be shy, Joe. It's not like we're getting married. Yeah, you can never tell these days. Silence, please. Oh, ethereal hosts of air, water, fire, and earth. I beseech thee. Open doors closed, summon spirit long departed. Yonder spirit, I call upon you now. Be revealed! Whoa, it just got icy cold in here. Yeah, it is. Yeah, what the hell? Joe, I swear to God, if you farted. No, the trash can just slid across the floor and fell over. <gasps> oh my God! They are here. Spirits of the departed, let me be your vessel to give tongue to your message. Among you I call upon the spirit of Chad Brewster! 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 What what happened? I am here. Um, okay, who are you? I was Chad Brewster. Did you, did you kill your wife and kids here? Forgive me. Screw that, you bastard. 
Um, why'd you kill your whole family? The fallen made How the hell does she do that? Who are the who are the fallen? The dark spirits who dwell here. Dwell here? You mean like now? Yes, we are here. Oh my God! Her eyes are bleeding. Ah, oh, hell! The candles blew out. Turn on the lights, Joe. Turn the lights on. I'm trying. I I, I can't open the door. Oh my God, Bob! She's going into convulsions. She's going to All right, you got me. Happy Halloween. Now let's get the lights on. Hey, open the door. Open it now. What the hell? We are currently experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is George Newsom in the WBLZ News Department. We appear to have had uh, an, an incident. Just minutes ago, the Bob Gruel Show, which is in Studio B, just down the hall from me here in the newsroom, uh, uh, the show was in the middle of a Halloween special when it abruptly went off the air. Uh, there were sounds of screaming and furniture and equipment being broken. People are like tweeting, we're hoaxing them. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, my staff has informed me that some of you are already assuming this is a Halloween hoax. I assure you it is not. The police have been called and are on their way here. Our own security and staff has have yet been unable to open the door to Studio B. Uh, uh, George? Ginny's ready. Okay. Our Ginny Leeds is at the door of Studio B and is mic'd up. Ginny? George, we're still trying to open the door, but so far no luck. Ginny, uh, are those sounds of the staff trying to get in, or, 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 or are they from within the studio? Yeah, no, that's the staff trying to get in. We haven't heard anything from inside. We can't see inside either, even though the walls are mostly glass because of the walls appear to be completely fogged over by condensation. Oh, uh, okay, the police are here, and, and it appears... Yes, the fire department is with them. It, it, um, it, it looks like they're going to break the door open with axes. Jenny? Jenny, what, what, what was that? Oh. Oh, God. George, it, it's, it's Donna. That, that psychic woman is pressing Donna's severed head up against the studio wall. I, I'm going to be sick. Jenny? Jenny? Hook me up. Hook me up. I, I'm, I, I'm going out there, okay? okay? You hear me? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Yeah. All right. Good. Good. Mike's hot. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Ladies and gentlemen. Good God Almighty. Uh, it, it appears that a portion of the studio wall has has had the condensation smeared away with what. Put down the head. Put Looks your like hands blood. Up. Now. And there's a woman inside holding the severed head uh, of a woman that that looks like our our Donna Prima. The the woman seems to be hissing and, and taunting the police. No, she's dropped the head and is is, is holding Joe Cumsey. Joe Cumsey is alive. Let him go and back away. Oh, oh, oh no! She she's ripped his throat out. Hi. I just watched Joe die. Oh my God! The, the police, the police have shot the woman. She's down. She's down. Now the fire department is breaking down the door. They're 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 inside. I, I'm sorry, George. No, 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 Jenny. It's okay. I I I can see inside now. Uh, I, I can I can see Bob Gruel, and he appears to be dead as well. I, uh, there's blood all over the studio. I, Sir, I, I just, need you and your people to leave. I, I, I'm covering this this story. This is our studio. It's become a crime scene, sir. Too late. 
There is no escape from your fate. You open the door, and we are a thousand more. That... That... That, that, that was the woman. She, she's she's still alive. She no no she's she's collapsed no. again. No no she's dead. All right, all right everybody out. Come on. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it appears this woman this this psychic has just murdered the cast of the Bob Gruel show. I I've worked for Bob for. For five years now, I apologize um, that this is really difficult to report on. These people were colleagues and friends. Uh, um... George, we got John on the phone. What? Oh, oh, oh John, John. I, uh, yeah, John. I, I don't know if you've heard, but yeah, I heard. Uh... I heard it all. What? Are they? Are they really all gone? Yeah. Yes, I. I'm sorry, John. I'm. I'm looking down the hall, and the police have stretchers being wheeled in to transport the bodies. Oh man, this is this is horrible. John, I'm. I'm hearing noises on your end. What is that? Yeah. Uh. That's why I was calling back in. I. I was hoping that. Uh, this mystery bitch could could break the spell she put on me. What? What? What are you talking about? Those ghosts. She sicked them on me. I, I'm locked in my bathroom, and they're outside trying to get me. Open this door, John. John, call nine one one. What are they gonna do? Call the Ghostbusters? Oh God, they're in. John, John, get, get John back on the phone. And there's no answer. Keep trying! George, George, the police are leaving. They're abandoning the crime scene? They said every available man was ordered into the city because there's some sort of riot going on. Riot? What? Rob Small of WHATTV is on the phone. He's at City Hall. Uh, okay, put him through. Rob, this is George Newsom of WBLZ Radio. What's going on? George, I was covering the mayor's Halloween party benefiting charity hospital funds when word came in that roaming mobs of people were vandalizing property and attacking people in the street. We went outside to find traffic, stopped by a swarm of, of raving lunatics. I mean, I saw a man pulled out of his car by three others, and they, they pulled his eyes out. The police began to just open fire on the mob, but the mob just kept coming. They've chased us all back inside City Hall building, these... These deranged people, their skin appears ashen and they're bleeding from their eyes and mouths. They're chanting something. I don't know what they're... Rob? Rob, I'm hearing gunshots. Are the police still engaging the rioters? Yes, but George, these these aren't rioters. I mean, the police keep shooting them, but but they just get back up and charge forth. Do, do the police think it's PCP or, or some other... No, George. It, oh my God! They're setting the building on fire. They're setting themselves on fire, and they're coming through the windows. Oh, oh God, they're everywhere. No, they're behind us, sir. Rob? Rob? I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, reports from online are coming in seems to definitely confirm that our city is in the throes of some sort of widespread panic. I, I'm completely at a loss. Ginny? <laughs> what the hell's going on? Where is everybody? What? Power's off. Uh, oh, the generator just kicked in. Ginny? Who, who's out there? The phones are down. If anybody can still hear me on the air, send the police to WBLZ. Open the door, George. Bob? Open the door, George. What? What do you want? Jenny's ours, George. Jenny? Your wife knows about Jenny too, George. Because we have her too. 
Join us, George. Join us. Shut up! Stop! Open the door, George. Stay back! I swear to God, you come in here and I'll I'll kill you! (laughs) (laughs) Only playing with you, George. I don't need you to open the door. I'm inside already. What are you... (coughs) What what are you talking... What's... <coughs> no! No! <coughs> if you're hearing this, we are closer to you than a kiss. It's too late. There is no escape. You've opened the door. And we are a thousand more. <coughs> Pay the devil is due. Who's gonna pay the devil is due? Who's gonna pay the devil is due? Look out, baby, it's gonna be you. Who's gonna pay the devil is due? Who's gonna pay the devil is due? Who's gonna pay the devil is due? Look out, baby, it's gonna be you. You would never go Now what do I see? You've lost your soul Who's gonna pay the devil is due? Who's gonna pay the devil is due? Who's gonna pay the devil is due? Look at baby, it's gonna be you Wow! <laughs> Who's gonna pay the devil is due? Who's gonna pay the devil is due? Who's gonna pay the devil is due? Look out, baby, it's gonna be you. promised me you would never go. Now what do I see? You've lost your soul. Who's gonna pay the devil is due? The devil is due. Who's gonna pay? The devil is due. Look out, baby, it's gonna be. The views and opinions expressed here to me, Mr. Nelson, should not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMissions.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, whether we properly ignored and or blocked.